Welcome to Clickstar Seven Dead. Brought to you by Lucky Dice Cafe out of Huntsville, Alabama. Check them out at luckydicecafe.com. And now for your hosts, Alex Coons and Sam Powell. Welcome, everyone, to this, another edition of Clickstaff Sudden Death, the Hero Clicks podcast, where we talk latest news, tournament reports, and more interesting Hero Clicks information to keep on keeping on. I guess I wrote that a while ago. I'm your host, Alex Coos, and joining me today, she is uh, back from outer space, and she, I don't remember the rest <laughs> of the lyrics, but it's Sam Powell. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Clickstop. <laughs> Actually, we'll <get> our... sudden death. <laughs> <laughs> what is the rest of the lyrics? I don't remember. I'm sad to find you here with that sad look upon your face. I want. I don't remember. Anyway, uh, we're back. It's been. We're back. It's been uh, five months. It's been like April. Yeah. We haven't recorded. I, I don't think since uh, all the craziness went on with me. So. Yeah, like we had COVID started because mm-hmm. I knew, and then my work got crazy because I work in healthcare. So I just, it was insane. And then yeah. what your situation kind of put you in a pickle. Yeah, and, a little bit. Um, then we had, it was all of a sudden, it was like, boom, here's Nats. And um, it was crazy. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, and we've gotten a decent amount of requests for us to come back. Hey, when are you coming back? So we figured we'd at least do this episode. Uh, we'll be do, doing more. I don't know how regularly we'll do the show. Hopefully more regularly. But yeah. um, we got worlds coming up. We got a, You're moving houses, potentially, selling houses. We're trying. Yeah, we're trying. Yeah, so, so we, we might be a little busy and not be able to do what we normally do or what we have been doing. But we're going to try. We're going to try. Yeah. Uh, just a quick reminder, uh, Clickstaff is sponsored by Troll and Toad. Shop trollandtoad.com for all of your Heroclix needs. Trollandtoad.com has one of the largest inventories of Heroclix figures and sealed items on the web. Currently, they're running their, uh, what is it, the Labor Day sale or end of Labor Day or enter into fall sale. Uh, either way, definitely check them out. You'll get some really great savings on Heroclix today. Uh, definitely check them out for your carnage needs. We're going to be talking about that today. Um, probably in our second segment, we're going to talk about give our ever so popular set reviews. Uh, the guys just did theirs. They had a huge, fully loaded um, episode. Three hour long episode. Yeah, but we don't like that here. We like to be straight and to the point. Yeah. So it's just we me want to and tell Sam. you about the pieces that we think are good, but they're probably not good. But we think yeah, they're good. We think it is. <laughs> And we'll show up to a tournament with them and then be proven wrong. Yeah. Um, that's, 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 that's for click two. Let's get going with click number one. Click one. News and upcoming events. All right. So news and upcoming events. So there's been a lot going on. Surprisingly, uh, the world is kind of getting a little bit back into uh, like a new normalcy, I guess. So hero clicks we've got some events that have happened recently in place we've had nationals obviously we had the top 32 but not top 32 i'm sorry we had teams and singles um with uh let's see it was four points who had won the teams and it was adam freeman who won the singles so a uh, big congrats yeah. to 
Big congrats huge, to them. Huge congratulations to those guys. And um, I we watched some of the finals and stuff that was on stream, and it was uh, it was awesome to see the high tier players play that well. So it was really cool. Congrats, guys. Yeah, it definitely went uh, very interesting on my end running it all. So I was, if you had asked me last time when we recorded this episode that I'd be running a national tournament online, I would have said you were crazy. Um, yeah, so I, I think everything, all the tokens were awesome, Alex. And I know it really helped me because I was able to like zoom in and see their defenses and stuff. So it was really nice, and um, I appreciate all your hard work. So. Yeah, we've definitely got some uh, improvements for Worlds, which uh, is coming up in October. October, I believe, 11th, 12th, or 12th, 13th. It is 10th, 11th. October 10th and 11th. We've got yeah. a World Championship, just singles, no teams. Um, just single. I'm kind of bummed world. about that, because I really enjoyed teams more than I did singles. <laughs> so. Yeah. I was like super digging the Highlander team thing, and that was really fun to play. And I'm like, man, I wish they were doing a team like Worlds for teams. And but, I well, mean, maybe it, next year. It is it is interesting because there's been I think two events uh, announced recently. The Gong Guy Games just announced a two v two tournament I think today, and then uh, there was another event. Oh, Aaron's gonna kill me if I don't mention it. Hold on. Uh, there was another event, and both of them are Extreme Highlander. Um, it's becoming a much more popular format because it takes a Halloween Havoc, I believe is what it's called. Um, it's by Dishing Up Clicks. It's very interesting. Some It's like Golden Age, but it's got like, it's mostly like related to um, Halloween or something. Check out the Dishing Up uh Facebook group for more information on that. But those are two events that are both using Extreme Highlander, um, which is popular. I mean, the Rock Cup really, I feel like Rock Cup is the one that really emphasized it the past couple of years in teams. And now that it's online and people have seen the 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 explosion of it with team nationals, it's it's kind of grown a lot. And I know a lot of people like Highlander in general. They don't like swarm teams that kind of, uh, take a broken mechanic and make it more broken by playing a ton of them. So, uh, yeah, I, I mean, like when I played the teams, um, you know, when we were talking about what what kind of teams do we build, it was like, all right, well, we can play this kind of team because you're not going to face the three Dark Phoenixes and all that jazz. Like, you know, so... Like, you didn't yeah. have to worry about facing, like, a Tyler Spees team and, you know, like, two Tri-Sentinels and all these Dark Phoenixes and stuff. So, it was it was fun. I think there's – I think it'd be cool if they did, like, a team's Highlander, like, states format mm -hmm. where it's, like, only, like, commons and uncommons. Yeah. Um, I think that would be cool because I think there would be some, like, creative little teams made. Um, so you're not seeing the normal, okay, we're going to have a Vulture team, we're going to have a Robots team, and we're going to have a Fantastic Four team. Like, there's going to be a lot more, I mean, now we'll see a Spider-Man team. Like, Yep, everyone is. I think that, I think that would be kind of cool to see, but maybe in the future, we'll see. Yeah, I mean, I think there's definitely room for a lot of different formats 
for bigger tournaments, it's just how supported they will be. The problem yeah. with, uh, you know, you have the, the ongoing debate about everybody wanting a, a certified or official golden age, but the unfortunate part is that the foundation isn't necessarily there. The closest we get is Majestic, who has the ban list and has a vetting process to make sure things aren't crazy. But the problem is, is that the vetting process for them is very much a after the fact type mm -hmm. scenario so you still have those tournaments where uh like what was it the black hand black glove, de black, black glove demon or something like yeah. that made it through and pj just wrecked faith with it like i mean yeah. it's good like for it's like i said to many people that talk about having a golden age thing you would have to put about like four or five of the best minds, like PJ and all the stuff that has played in some of these Majestic bits and make this huge ban list. And then you're going to have people be like upset because of the ban list. It's like, okay, well, there has to be a ban list because, you know, putting Mjolnir on, you know, whatever can be super broken from like 15 sets ago. Like, and we didn't, like, you don't even think about it until right. someone someone sits down and like wait a minute what if i did this with like first set spider-man 007 whatever and it's just too broken like there's just a lot of time that would be needed to to make this happen and that's yeah, i don't know golden age just has too much gotcha moments that's just, that's yes. what it is it's just one of the, it's it, it's become a format with gotcha mechanics where you try to find the best Ooh, this one mechanic is game breaking. We'll mm -hmm. we'll win the tournament and then it'll get banned. So it, no, I it, mean I really feel for some of the guys that like I really want to play and you and you watch the streams and you're like, oh well, they have a really cool little team. Like, it, in a normal scenario, that would be a fun little team to play in Golden Age. And then they they come across that gotcha team. Like, yeah, I I stretched the rules. I stretched my boundaries a little bit and. I gotcha. And that's what I don't like about that format. But yeah, I think there's. Who knows? But still, there's a lot of room for additional formats. I mean, I think mm -hmm. Popper is a very interesting concept. I think Popper is better Golden Age. I feel like. I don't like how inhibiting Popper is to the grand scheme of things. So you have a like right after rotation and you're down to like five sets or whatever is currently legal and you're like okay well i've got the commons and uncommons from these like five sets that's it and so you're gonna have a lot of copycat teams i think and, and i know there's you know there's a lot of there's still variety but it's a format that i think would do better in a golden age format but uh that's not really what we were wanting to talk about today but that is uh, something very interesting with the extreme highlander is a format that yeah. has um grown i think and a lot of people seem to like it and i think it's hopefully something that continues to grow because it's definitely definitely something interesting it, it changes up the game where you just don't have the normal thing you're you're seeing a lot of sideline figures you won't normally see and now yeah. that we're getting all these new mechanics working for different sets it's uh definitely interesting yeah i mean like my first round i played against we played against the cwo guys 
play against Randy, and he was playing uh, Star Trek pieces. And I was like, what? Like, <laughs> <laughs> okay. And, like, it was really good team. I was like, what the heck? I'm going to get beat by freaking Star Trek pieces. Um, yep. I ended up pulling out the win, but I was just like, what the heck? And it was really cool to see that kind of stuff. Because, was, it the, you know, was it the Barclay team? Yes. Yeah. Had no idea what he did until he, like, just nuked my uh, Medusa, like, one one turn. I was like, oh, okay, okay. Let's let's go. <laughs> this guy's got to die. <laughs> yeah, Barclay, so. that, that team is definitely interesting. The history of the team, it, it, it became almost like a gotcha moment because no one was expecting it. Um, yeah. So, I mean, kudos to, I believe it was George Masu that really pioneered the team. Um so yeah, it was, kudos, kudos to him because it was definitely yeah. a very interesting team that he made up. Yeah, and the rest really of the cool, so. rest of the people on Phoenix Nest, I'll give them credit too. Um, uh, it's definitely, okay. a, definitely, <laughs> definitely a cool uh, concept. Yeah, it was definitely neat to see, and I was like, I was completely surprised. I was like, okay, uh, Randy, what are you doing? What are you playing Star Trek for? And he's like, it's actually pretty fun to play. And then I played against it, and I was like, huh, that is really fun to play. So yeah. Definitely. But yeah, again, congrats to the the four points in um Adam for winning the nationals. It was a huge field, a lot of great competitors, a lot of big names. Um, I, I like I told Daniel we were in the car the other day. And I said, you know, if you think about, you know, four to five years ago in clicks, and you show up to a big event and you walk in the room, you could point out ten people that you knew were going to be in top top 16 no matter what you know like you knew whatever those 10 people were going to be there now if you walk into a room nowadays anybody is possible to make top 16 yeah because how open the game is now how open the community is now so there's no secrecy and with the online play people are getting better you know we're able to put this content out so that people are listening and they're like, huh, they're listening to Daniel and Tyler and stuff. And they're like, huh, they're getting better. So like what we thought were like just local casuals are showing up these big tournaments and like beating these big names now because of how the community is growing. And it's so cool to see. Yeah. Like it was it was neat to see top the top 16 names and stuff because there were some names left out that I was like, wow, they didn't make it. You know? Yeah, and I think it, it, it also, you see the people who embrace the online format. I know Joe mm-hmm. uh, Gualtieri, who became who was second to Adam in mm-hmm. singles, he was big in Rock Online uh, near the beginning, and he, he played in a lot of tournaments. He's been playing a lot online. Yeah. I know he plays locally, but uh, he's really embraced online. I know Lucas Van Hollen, he's played online a lot as well. He gets, he does a lot of other practices. He travels a lot, but he also, I mean, he also has embraced online. And I think mm-hmm. you'll see a lot more people. The names are bigger because you see so many people hop online to play just to get a game. So yeah, or even playing it, these little winner maps just to get their practice and maybe win something. So yeah, I mean, it was it was definitely cool to see, and I think having the tokens really helped a lot too. So because I think that's one thing that really scares people away is like. Well, I don't know how to get the artwork and I don't know how to get maps and like having that there as a tool was like easy setup, easy go. 
Yeah, exactly. Um, speaking of winter maps, uh, so Worlds is coming up, like I said. Uh, so Worlds isn't as open as Nationals, for those who don't know and maybe just only listen to the podcast. Um, it's good because National uh, Worlds um, is just going to be a little different. Uh, it's going to be basically the top 20. We have 20 buys already into it. Um, 16 of those come from Nationals, past winners, all of that stuff. But then we are also going to have qualification wins, where uh, winner maps, where the winner of the winner map gets a buy to go into the, the the main event. Essentially, this is think of it like you would have to do grinders and stuff to just get into the tournament, or a rock cup where you would get into the finals or whatnot. This is essentially kind of like how rock cup used to be ran. So we're running uh, four winner maps, uh, September eighteenth. September 26th, September 29th, and October 4th. Uh, those are all different days. The weekday ones are at 7 p.m. Eastern, and the weekend ones, uh, those are different days, uh, different times. Uh, I forget what the times are at the... Real quick, let's see. The 26th is a Saturday. That is actually at 11 a.m. Eastern, so that way you can get, kind of get the winter map in the middle of the day. And then the last one, October 4th, is at 12 p.m. Eastern on a Sunday. So just keep that in mind if you want to do the winter maps. Now, we do have a tournament on the Day of Worlds that morning that is going to be done very similar to how Rock Cup used to be done, where we take not the top half, but it basically we have a cap of 120 people, and we have it set up to where I believe all the three-in-ones will make it. I think is how we have it done. Um, so uh, those numbers might change a little bit. Nothing's uh, fully set in stone. So your best, your best chance to, uh, it's okay, it's okay, Theo. You can still get into Worlds. Uh, <laughs> He's upset. He's like, gosh dang it, yeah. I want to be in Worlds. Yeah. So the, I mean, obviously, your best chance is probably that Saturday morning, but. Uh, if you don't want to do a full day of clicks where you're playing in the morning and the afternoon, or you just want to take the pressure off, definitely get some practice in with our four winner map qualifiers. The winner, like I said, gets the buy into the actual finals. Now, keep in mind, everyone that has a buy still has to pay entry into finals. But if you play in the Saturday morning tournament and you do make it, make the cut into finals, you're $25 carries on so you won't double pay $25 if that makes sense um, your $10 for the win map doesn't move on because you're paying for like a win map kit so there's actually still prizing in the win map besides just the tournament prizing uh, uh, tournament buys if that makes sense so it's a little it's a little convoluted but it, it makes sense on paper <laughs> there's a reason we're doing it the way that we're doing it so that's all coming Sounds up exciting. and yeah, that's all coming up in the month of September and October. Um, beyond, I know that, that there's. Um, well, I know that um, Kentucky State's just announced they're going to be doing theirs October third. Ooh. Um, so if you are anywhere near Lexington, Kentucky, um, they posted it on our uh, Clicksoft page, Facebook page, mm -hmm. and they're going to be sharing details um, here soon about how they're going to be doing some of the social distancing and making sure they have enough room for everybody because 
I've been to Vincere. I have won a Vincere. Oh no. Oh, something happened. Hold what? on. <laughs> well, I'm thinking in the meantime, uh, I will say I'm thinking about going up to Kentucky Stakes. It's a three hour, four hour drive, I think, for me. Um, so it will very much depend on how everything is done to protect people because I don't want to waste time driving all the way up there and feel uncomfortable. But I've seen pictures and whatnot from different events where people look like they're doing it appropriately. And I think really with COVID, it's gotten to the point now where just people have to be smart and just don't go if you've got any semblance of symptoms and like don't push yourself to go because you really want to play in person. Just play it safe. And while you're at events, play it safe. Don't get in people's faces. Don't touch other players' figures. Uh, don't touch other players' dice. Just play it right. We can easily do these type of tournaments in person, but we have to be smart about it, essentially. Yeah, very much smart about it. So, like I was saying, uh, I've been to events there, and it can be kind of crowded, but I know Randy and them will do a good job on making sure that social distancing is a priority. So, yeah, absolutely. Um, all right, so trying to think of any other... I'm trying to think, do we have any other news and upcoming events? That might be it. Uh, the other news uh, is obviously um, House of X, Galact or Next X, the Galactus well and House of X. So Carnage just came out. Uh, the next set that we have scheduled, or WizKids has scheduled, is House of X. So it was scheduled for October, but it has been pushed to December. Um it is slated to have a price increase involved. It depends on your local if they choose to actually change the MSRP. I think the cost for the store is rising also. Um, this most likely doesn't have anything to do with COVID. It more likely has to do with uh, where they make their hero clicks and potential taxes and tariffs. Basically, a lot of games are having to raise the prices. It isn't just hero clicks. Um, it's unfortunate, but uh, it sh we'll talk a little bit about it in buy sell hold. But it won't. I think it doesn't ultimately affect very much. But keep in mind, House of X has been moved to December, which is great for all of our wallets uh, because I know we're all buying Carnage and a bunch of other stuff like Galactus. I'm still I'm still trying to recover from Fantastic Four. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> like. That set was amazing, and oh, yes. bought a ton of it. Now, Carnage, now granted, we're in the process of moving, trying to buy a home, and we bought a home, we're trying to sell our home. So when Carnage came out, it was like, let's just buy our usual two cases, and that's it. So, like, yeah. just nothing excites me too much. But again, we don't want to buy too much, because right now we're moving. No, exactly. So Galactus um, is kind of an unusual case. It's the figure that hasn't been. like it, I feel like it's been hyped for six months now. Um, but unfortunately, circumstances has pushed it further and further away. Originally, it was going to be an event piece. Um, 
and I, there was talks that there might have been two Galactus, that Galacti, if you will, uh, one event, one purchase. Then we're like, okay, it's a purchasable for about a hundred. Um, it's coming in August. It's coming in September. It's coming in October. So right now, the date on it, I believe, is October seventh, and that is for the first wave. There's going to be two waves, same Galactus. It's just if you didn't get your name in in July, your store didn't get it, uh, an order reserved. They allow they opened it up to allow more stores to purchase because of the delay, and those won't arrive till November. So the unfortunate part with that is because it is arriving so late. It will not be legal for worlds. I understand that, um, you know, we're not requiring ownership for worlds this go around, but we want to stick to the WizKids legal list. That way we don't have any sort of weird pieces or anything on there. We want to stick to the WizKids legal map list and figure list. Um, that's the reason why we pushed from the moment OP kit to be legal and they, they agreed that whole situation was resolved. So now Galactus, because it's being pushed, there's absolutely no way it'll be legal uh, for Worlds. And honestly, it may not make the WizKids legal list till December because of there being two waves of the figure. Now, I don't know, but I assume if there's multiple waves, they care more about making sure it's in everyone's hands before they can before they legalize it. And if there's two waves, they're probably going to wait till the latest wave yeah so but then again there's no like op events really currently uh there's yeah. talks about something going on with that maybe this month uh where yeah they... i read up a little bit on that that's kind of interesting yeah they're talking about maybe something uh, sending to your home i don't know there's with them having a store now there's a lot of potential um, maybe we will get some some of those con LEs that were supposed to happen this year. Maybe it'll yeah. pop up in the store. That'd be sweet. Um, yeah, it, there's um, a lot of potential. So yeah, I was just talking to we was talking to Daniel and stuff, and I was like, can you just imagine like an in-person world where Galactus is legal? Just imagine, like, how do you carry him? Like, like, and where do you put him on a table? Because the tables are already like so like squished i mean just like this is covid is not even here like normalized national world event and like you can just see everybody with their like their their fishing tackle boxes and their bags and stuff and then you have like a kajillion big freaking figures of galactus because that's a huge figure like that's not just like a normal like oh, server yes. size that's like gigantic <laughs> right and, and so, I've, I've, I've i've mentioned it before if worlds were to happen or something like that, I'm playing Galactus. I will 100% bring him in a baby Bjorn. 100%. <laughs> I will. I will wear him in one of my multiple <laughs> baby carrying devices because he is about the size of a small baby. I mean, or like the thing is, or basically you, you somehow uh, get him off the base. You somehow get his feet off the base, and you just put the figure in your house, but then you just have the base. Oh, you gotta have the figure with you. Remember, that's really? a thing. Oh, that's true. That's it now. Because someone, because if someone wants to call you out and say, "I don't know if they really have Galactus," you have to be able to show you have the figure. Oh. So you could either baby Bjorn them or put them in a little on your chest or 
put him on your back like Yoda and Luke Skywalker and just have him peeking over your shoulder the whole time. Like, wow. do whatever yeah. you can. I, I, I'm going to do one of those because I think that would be hilarious. So, and, and, it, just thinking, like, and intimidating. I mean, you got to think, like, just hauling that thing around is going to be, like, just awful. Good thing we can only play one, right? Yeah. Jeez. All right. Don't let, even say those kind of words. <laughs> so let's go on to click number two, which is our tournament reports and analysis. Click two, tournament reports and analysis. All right, we're here in click two. Now we're not going to do a lot of tournament analysis this go around because I feel like Nationals has been beaten to death at this point. It's been a couple weeks. Um, there's been if you want to see more about those teams. Now, we did talk about maybe doing a kind of meta snapshot. So I think we could do something like that for our tournament reports. And basically, for those who are not exactly in the meta or just want to hop in for Worlds because ownership isn't required, what are the main meta teams out there? What are the, the, the main uh, uh, genres or uh, whatever they're called, uh, types of teams? are popular now dan and them have talked about the the rock paper scissors aspect of the meta and and whatnot and it's kind of it's interesting the meta is definitely very very interesting right now so sam what would you say is your number one team for that people should expect in the meta as a meta snapshot um immortal hulk immortal hulk okay what kind of immortal hulk team like the Immortal Hulk, Tricentinal, um, kind of team. Like like Lucas Van Tom Van Holland's team. Mm -hmm. I think it's solid. I think it's hard to kill. I also like the, um, the Widow Immortal Hulk stuff. Like that's just that's hard to go through. I mean, you oh, gotta yeah. deal with Widow that's coming up, and then you, like if you don't take care of Immortal Hulk, he's just gonna come up and wreck your face. So, mm -hmm. um. I mean, it's like, which one do you go for first? So, that's right. my number one. Um, number two, here's my thing. I've always said from day one, like, I was like, Vulture is fantastic. Mm -hmm. Vulture is fantastic when you have backup, when you have the support behind him. So, kudos to Adam Freeman. He won with Vulture. Because he had Jason Weingart, he had the backup, he had the Dark Phoenix. Because a lot of people are like, well, I gotta play Vulture with like 15 perplexes and send him out on Suicide Squad. Like, like he goes out and does work, but like you're gonna sacrifice 50 points because he's only gonna go one to two turns, right. and then he's gonna die. And so you yeah. gotta have something back it up. So I think Vulture is very playable and very viable, but you gotta have the right set up okay and what's your so, third team <sighs> you said I one mean, and two i assume you had a third well <laughs> I'm, there's so much good stuff like i i think the fantastic four is good um see i've been told I mean, that, it, that that whole team is uh okay <laughs> fantastic four <laughs> i think it's great I think it's got, I think it's got room to improve, maybe. But 
But like I faced it a lot in the teams and I was like, what the heck? And it's hard because if you find the right setup, because you can like change your team for every match. You know, if you face this, if you face Widow, you put Firestorm on, so no one takes damage from Poison. Right. And so that just negates a lot of Widow's, like, gameplay there. Um, But it's got the versatility to be good in the meta, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. So. Yeah, I like that. I, I think the one concerning thing about Fantastic Four... And that might be because it, it, the way sets are done by WizKids, it's a little disconcerting that we didn't get any Spider-Man figures with Fantastic Four in the Spider-Man set. Now, I know in the Fantastic Four set, we got a decent amount of Spider-Man and Agent Venom. I get that. So they could have just pulled them from that set and put them Fantastic Four. But I, I'm mostly looking more forward to additional keyworded Fantastic Four figures to utilize that trait down the road. Because what we've got is great, but it could be way better. And I'm waiting to see more options because that's what it has is it's, you know, it's a Swiss Army knife. And got to have more tools on your Swiss Army knife to make it a little bit better. Yeah. I mean, it's it's good. It's got the versatility to be very good at this meta. Um, I, that's the top three teams for me that, like, I would fear to face. And yeah, you know, like if I was to, if I was to play in Worlds tomorrow, I mean, those would be the top three teams that I'd probably veer to and practice and and go. But yeah, well, for me. Um... So to choose ones that aren't on your list, uh, Batman, obviously the prime Batman is a big one. Uh, he is, I would not focus. Now, um, Isaac Arnold Berkowitz played a Batman Justice League team where he used Adam and Micron in addition to Batman. So it wasn't just a, I'm going to all out on Batman and you're just going to have to deal with it. It was a, combo which i think really really set things apart um it really made things different as opposed because if you don't win map on batman teams you're kind of you know you're a little hosed in, in some instances um because you could go to ancient hold and now you have to suddenly figure it out so the other thing with Batman is that he could be added to a lot of different teams. Like non-theme seems to be a now growing thing again. And it feels like Batman, like Vulture, is just one of those things you could throw on any team. Kind of like what I believe Dan played that in teams. He played Black Widow with Batman, right? Well, he, he, played, he brought in Batman to be an Avenger. Right, 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 right. With, it wasn't uh, a non-theme. Right. Yeah, it was not non-theme, but he he brought in Batman with Steve Rogers. Right. And, being the uh, Avenger. Right, and, and, and keep in mind, we have um, Spider-Hammer-Eye, who could do something mm-hmm. similar to Batman to bring him into Spider-Man family. So there's a yeah. lot of uh, potential with Batman, 
and he's mm-hmm. always going to be a threat that you have to be able to have barrier or something to prepare for that. So Batman is definitely my number one. Yeah. Uh, my number two would probably be robots. That's a little, you know, a little uh, hitting home because I'm a big robots player, but it is definitely one of those more don't die tech teams that is about to grow even better. Um, that is, you got to prepare for. You got to be prepared for the Danger Room Magneto, Danger Room Sinister, Amazo, um, Brainiac, all of those figures, uh, Cyclops Sentinel, Tri Sentinel. Got to be prepared for all of those. Uh, definitely a very good team that's going to get better um, as we get more robots, because robots is just one of those keywords. We're always going to keep getting some. Um,. The final one I would have to say if you're trying to take a meta snapshot. Um, I don't know if I would put the Barclay team on there. That's pretty close, but I don't know if I would necessarily do that yet. That's tough. I don't know if I have a third team. You took you took a decent amount of three ones, and I'm already thinking about the future without... Without that, I'll, I'll go. Um, I'll go. Punisher War Machine. It is a very underrated piece. Yes. A very that underrated is a fantastic piece. piece. Yeah, yeah and it, and it's gonna get it gets better because um, you could now potentially, mm-hmm. which we'll talk about in a bit. Uh, you could now play it on a theme team with Spider Man Family if you really wanted to uh, with Gwen of Arc. Yes, uh, I was about to say that in my set review, Alex. All right, sorry. That was my well, main all right, thing. All right, that's it. That's all I'll say. That's it. <laughs> Don't um, steal my thunder. Yeah, so that, I mean, that's cool. Punisher War Machine on an armor theme team, I think, is what was seen most. Um, but he's got soldier and armor, so you got options. But I won't say anything mm-hmm. more before set review. Um, <laughs> but I, I would say those are the top three. I would say just keep in mind, like, for the past year, Whiskers has done a really good job of pumping up how important theme teams are. And that's either by expanding keywords, creating figures that do well if they win map, to where we got into a crazy world where you needed plus 10s, plus 12s, to reasonably have a good chance of winning map. And even then it wasn't guaranteed, Um, which is fine. There really shouldn't be a way to guarantee map (laughs) unless you go all, all in. And now, I guess people just got tired of it and thought, well, instead of going all in on one idea, let me just take two ideas that if I lose map, I've got an option for if I lose map. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what we're seeing with the wine guards, with the vultures. We're seeing and the, the Batman and the widows and all of that. You're seeing that combo where they're not necessarily themed. They could be, but they're not necessarily themed or going high thing because they don't have to. Like, they don't yeah. have to anymore. So definitely something to keep in mind. Um, as far as um, I will, I'll we'll talk about price of the figures in our buy sell hold section. I think what we need to get to now though is our bread and butter. What people come to hear us say. Oh yeah, they they take our words seriously. They want that <laughs> sweet sweet set review. And we are here, this is the whole reason we're doing this episode, because we didn't do Fantastic Four. And I feel like just the set didn't sell as well, 
everyone was just making bad decisions because they didn't hear a set review from us i think yeah i don't think so i think i think we i think we hurt the economy just a little bit yeah we're trendsetters and when we're not there to set the trend then the trend ends up being where you have every playing uh uh silk super rare silk mm -hmm. you know they weren't we weren't here to tell people that super rare silk is terrible and what do you know <laughs> so many in the so many in the tournament i'm just kidding there wasn't really very many silks we had a lot try to play silk on fantastic four teams but they didn't realize with fantastic four teams the figure has to be at their top dial so like top point value so you can't play silk at like 40 points and switch her out it has to be at your top so we did have quite a few people try to play silk and they realized doesn't work exactly like that i don't think um so yeah you have to have someone that's able to switch them out you could do a combo but either way enough about fantastic four let's go into spider-man so where do you want to start, Sam? Um, so I'm just gonna go a couple comments here. Mm -hmm. So, um, the common prime venom. Mm -hmm. Now, now don't take this. I mean, like it's not meta. It's not like you're gonna see it at worlds or anything. But this would be a fun piece to play. Um, you know, he's got the plasticity shape change. Blah blah blah. Um, he's got charge, but do not have a speed. When he uses it, after resolutions, deal 110 damage to each adjacent character. That hurts mm -hmm. friendly and opposing. Mm -hmm. But still, 10 charge with 11 blades, or just 3 damage. So, that's, that's pretty, awesome. That's pretty he's good. got a stop click. Um, and... It's free. Roll a d6. One, give Venom an action token. Two through five, choose one to last your next turn. Imperv or regen. Or if you roll a six, heal two clicks. That's so, pretty good for 80 points. For 80 points, I thought that was pretty pretty dang good. I mean, you TK out six, charge ten, that's 16 square reach. You yeah, know, and it's, like, it's not a straight line either. It's just you just don't have the speed. Yeah, don't have a feet. And he's got movement elevated hindering. So that's it's, pretty, it's pretty, pretty cool. Good. Yeah, I like it. Um another piece I thought, and again, these aren't like world champ pieces. I was going through the set and I was like, what is what is this piece? It's the Conion Conage Minion. And man, if you played a whole army of these guys, this could be awesome. Yep. Like, Carnage, Carnage Minion. Let me look it up. Yeah, now at 30 points, number 11. Yeah, I mean, just um, once per turn when Carnage Minion hits, after resolutions deal 1 pin damage to up to 2 opposing characters that weren't hit but are adjacent to a hit character. Mm -hmm. He's got Flurry Sidestep with Battle Fury. Yep. Pretty and Precision pretty... Strike. Fantastic so, like, for 30 if you, points. If you want to just, like, have a whole swarm of them with something kind of beefy, like, that would be kind of fun to play. Oh, so. absolutely. Yeah. Those yeah. are my comments. What are your comments? Um, so, I want to talk a little bit, and now, once 
I haven't heard what the guy said on the other podcast, so if I'm repeating some stuff, I apologize. Um, we don't listen to the other show because we feel they're inferior to our set reviews. So why listen to their set reviews when ours is better? Um, so I am all about this whole secret identity thing. I think it's an amazing mechanic. I think it's maybe potentially better than the Fantastic Four one. Maybe on probably more on par with the Fantastic Four one. So I'm in love with all these everyday Joe people like Peter Parker, Mary J. Watson, uh, Flash. Uh, is Flash a um, common or is he a? He's an uncommon. Uh, so Eddie, uh, Aaron Davis, Mary J. Watson, Harry Osborn. I like all of them because I like the fact that you can, when they die, you can switch them over to their secret identity and they don't score a ton of points for you to do so. So you could do what you were talking about with Venom if you play, I believe it's Eddie that goes with Venom. Yeah, Eddie Brock, yeah, yeah. So if you're playing Eddie Brock, who's an okay, he's he's 10 attack, 2 damage, RCE, 4 range. It's not great, but not bad for 35 points. And then if he dies, instead you replace him with the secret identity character. And sure, they score 60 points, uh, but that's it. Um, oh no no when this game when that replacement is KO'd it scores this character's points and this additional 25 my bad so they have to still kill the next person so that means all these little guys have essentially a, K a, a stop click of sorts uh, because they flip over to that new secret identity and the one you mentioned Venom I mean he's a mm -hmm. common prime that you definitely want to pick up now we've had a pretty good streak with common primes yeah uh, because Black Leopard, I think, was the last one, or was he an un uncommon? Um, he was good. You had um, Josiah X was good. Like it, it, It's surprising how decent some of these are. Um, so yeah, I, I really love Mary J. Watson's going to be crazy. I think she's really, really good for 15 points. Um, yeah. Because she could just bamf into one of the other figures if need be. And they all have autonomous. That is the crazier part. So all of the stuff they're doing doesn't change any. Like, you don't have to worry about actions. Because they yeah. all have autonomous. Are we ready for 15-minute turns? <laughs> well, I mean, once we get the chases, we'll learn why that's probably not going to be the case. Yeah. But, but there's just... Some you know you got number one Spider Man yeah. who's a secret identity. You got Iron Man who's a secret identity for Mary Jane. Like, there's just so many cool things and mechanics. The downside is is that I, you just want to collect all of them. Like you want mm -hmm. every secret identity so you could have them on the sideline for when that happens or when you roll out your your team of twenty Mary J Watsons. Well, I guess you can only play nine sideline figures, so <laughs> you you can't yeah. do all of those, but. <laughs> But yeah, the, the, yeah, the the every normal day people I think is what I I would say would be my favorite comments. Yeah. In the set, what about what you got for uncommons? Uh, not many uncommons that are sticking out to me. Um, I'm actually gonna play Molten Man on my uh, one of my sealed games um, that we're gonna try to do, mm -hmm. and this is kind of good. Like he's got. Um, Poison, super strength. Um, when he uses poison, he deals penetrating damage 
and made tree characters adjacent to his blocking terrain markers as if they were adjacent. It's once per turn when he makes a ranged attack. After resolution, she may generate a blocking terrain marker adjacent to a target. And it remains at the beginning of your next of making your next turn, replace that blocking terrain with a hindering terrain marker that remains indefinitely. Yeah. So, and then his damage, his defense power for first three clicks is he can only take a maximum of one damage from attacks and cannot be chosen for mastermind. He's got mm-hmm. protected outwit and pulse wave. Okay, okay. So, I mean, I think that's pretty cool for 75 points. You know? I think, I think that definitely is. <laughs> like, you gotta at least hit him one, two, three times to get him off of that power. And then, of course, he's toast after that. But, I mean, he's yeah. a good little support piece and, you know, can shoot from range and he can poison with his markers. So. Yeah, definitely. You know, that's all really the commons that I was like, wow, that's pretty good. But I'm again, I'm not too fluent on this set, so. That's why we're doing a set review. That's what we're doing a set review. <laughs> for uncommons on for the me. Fly. <laughs> uncommons for me, it's the uh, same as the first uh, for the commons. It's kind of, I like the, the normal people, like... I really love the secret identity thing. So I like Jason Masondale, Flash Thompson, Gwen Stacy. Yeah, Gwen Stacy is okay. Um, she doesn't. Ghost Spider's okay. Norman Osborne's great. Like 40 points, great keywords. Like he's got eight, nine keywords Cabal, Codex, Dark Avengers, Hammer, Power Elite, Sinister Syndicate, Thunderbolts, po- Politician, and Ruler. He comes out with Leadership Outwit. Posing characters within four can't use mastermind. Um, and then if you take him down, he could just turn into the red goblin or iron patriot or green goblin. Like that's great. Mm-hmm. Flash. Yeah. Flash is great. Um he now he doesn't do a ton. He's got poison and close combat expert, which is pretty decent. Um, but the biggest and opposing characters within four can't use shape change. So that's really good. But he turns into anti-venom and agent anti-venom, which is very, very good. I love anti- agent anti-venom, uh, which I guess I'll talk a little bit about later. Um, the one, the only other one out of those I really like is I like Jason Masondale's okay, um, but Daniel Burkhart, he, who could turn into Mysterio or Jack O' Lantern, but Mysterio is probably the one you want. Like he has perplex, he has smoke cloud, stealth. He can't, opposing characters within four squares can't use stealth. So that means you can pop in there on a scientist-themed team and goodbye all your widow stealth. That won't mm-hmm. matter. You can't use it. And it's within, not line of fire, obviously. And then if they try to take him out, well, he turns him to Mysterio, which Mysterio does a bunch of stuff, which we'll probably get into in rares. So it's definitely, like I said, I'm loving the secret identity thing. I like that WizKids is kind of going towards a, hey, we're just going to have different mechanics per set. Like, each set's going to have kind of its own unique thing. Like, Fantastic Four had the whole Fantastic Four thing, obviously. This set has secret identity. Uh, Justice, Justice League had the the, the, the team-up cards, which I know that's a reoccurring thing, but it, that's what they had. Um, Captain America had all the um shoot what did captain america have that i'm i'm blanking on um 
it just had a lot of really good figures in it. Maybe that's what I'm thinking for Captain America. Um, oh, no, it had the Living Legend thing. That was a reoccurring theme where you had a bunch of the Captain America-esque figures that just would die and come back. Um, just so on and so on. They just keep coming up with, hey, this is going to be kind of a cool mechanic. Like, we already see some signs of the House of X outside of team-up cards. Uh, they have their own mechanic for Krakoa. So it's definitely something, I think, an avenue I think WizKids is going towards that's definitely very interesting. So not to sidetrack us, but how about rares? What you got for rares? Well, let you talk Mysterio. Okay. Um, of course, you have Marvella that, I mean, I think everybody's losing their marbles over. Yeah. Um, I mean, bit. she's fantastic. Um, so, I don't know, like, you said something about Ghost Spider, and I like Ghost Spider, but <laughs> and I like those stuff that's not good, but... Um... Well, I, I haven't really looked at, like, at the Dimensional Watch enough. Like, I I don't know, like, she might be way better mainboarded as opposed to paying for Gwen Stacy and then taking her to the, the secret identity. Like, did you like her better as a mainboard figure? Oh, I like her secret identity just because she's got... Well, I mean, her main board, she's got TK Prob. That's true. I mean, like, and she's got a pretty decent attack. Like, the uh, two bolts, five range, 11 attack, three damage. I mean, I mean, she stays 11, 11, 10, 11, 10, 10. Like, she gets perplexed with hypersonic later down dial. Like, I don't know. So, I kind of like her. So uh, for those who don't know, a dimensional watch, because I didn't know this, I didn't actually look into it, gives you phasing teleport. Phasing, yeah. And then when you hit it, an opposing character, if no character has been placed this turn, you roll d6, three through six, you place a friendly spot, uh, a friendly character Spider-Man family keyword adjacent. Yeah. So that that's just, you know, another great mechanic, so... Yeah, I mean, you can go up there, hit, bring in somebody, they can hit. Like, um, I like this. I like the Prime Scream. Mm-hmm. Um, she's hard to kill. I think uh, she got Shape Change and um, Super Senses. She's got Blades, Precision Strike, Giant Reach three, with a charge. So she could charge for five with a reach of eight. Um, she's got support as free, but only target characters with the monster keyword. Hmm. Wonder what has the monster keyword. Uh, nothing good, clearly. <laughs> nothing, nothing good. I mean, <laughs> just about half of the meta right now. Yeah. So um, I think she's, I mean, she is a prime. So she would take a prime spot. But yeah. she is, she's good. She's got leadership. Like, she just adds a level of, like, she gives you the leadership, the free support if you're playing monsters. Like, she's hard to take down because she's got two rollouts. Like, what else could you want? Yeah. Like, she can even attack. Like I said, Giant Reach 3. So, I could that's what I got for rares. I wish yeah, I pulled I... her. I wish I pulled her in our field thing because I would have played her. <laughs> well rares for me uh, is kind of frustrating a little bit um, from a collector standpoint I don't collect 
but I like figures that have unique abilities. And so there are a lot of rares that have the secret identity ability, like a majority of them. Like, I think there's every one of them but six uh, have a secret identity. So I need all of the secret identities because you got to have them just in case you have that one instance. So uh, like we mentioned before, Mysterio's on there. I don't know if I would play Mysterio at full, um, but I really like the illusion generator. The fact that you get shape change, which I know you could get elsewhere, but the fact that it creates a pog, you know how much pogs affect me, and I love pogs. Mm -hmm. so the fact that I now have an object that helps me make pogs. I'm I think at that point, you just have to be like, I'm a Zach Brazier, pull them five or sixes. Yeah, well, no, I'll just play Mysterio. I, I'll play four <laughs> Mysterios with that equipped. I, actually, I don't know if they could. Well, they start the game. You and might play be able Super to play Scroll? It. No, then I'm going to play the Flash that could hit his own people. Oh. Wait, let me see okay. if that, let me see if that works with the illusion thing. Well, I was just thinking you play with Super yes. Scroll. Yeah. Shape change. Shape change. And increase your chances of shape change. And then you just make pogs everywhere. Shape change when this character uses it and succeeds after resolutions generate an illusion bystander. So it isn't based off of an opponent's attack or anything. So if you have to roll shape change, which you probably can uh, with that starter flash that attacks his own people. So I can run flash through everyone and roll shape change and hope that I hit. <laughs> that could be fun. I want to try that just a fun game. I don't know. It's probably not meta in any levels, but it would be funny. Because um, those bystanders aren't great, but uh, they got autonomous, so you know what? They don't do any damage, they're just in cap. So I'll just keep in capping teams. <laughs> All right. Uh, outside of Mysterio, um, I one figure that I'm kind of torn on, I'm kind of interested in Spot. Believe it or you not. You know, that's the only rare we did not pull. Like, he's got the Sinister Syndicate thing, a great one, because they have the yet another Sinister Six. Not Syndicate, Sinister Six. Where they um, give people bonuses. Like, I think your scream that you mentioned had. Uh, no, she didn't have that. I was thinking, who else did you mention have that? Um, but there's people that give additional benefits to Sinister Six. Iron Spider does. Uh, oh, I was looking at White Rabbit. That's what it was. Um, Spot, when an adjacent friendly character with a Sinister Syndicate keyword is given a move action, they replace their speed value with 10. Like, that just seems cool. Like, it just mm -hmm. it gives everyone a 10. He's got phasing teleport. Phasing teleport is free, but have the speed, so he moves 5 for free. And he has flurry. When he makes a close attack, he may target an opposing character within 4 squares, regardless of adjacency. So if you could get him on a... He's got scientists. Put him on a scientist scene team, the Barclay team. You could technically play him with Barclay and have Barclay chilling in the back, punching him... When, from the walls and if they're staying away from walls have spot run up there and he just punches them from four away that's actually really not a bad idea i forgot that he is scientist so um he's kind of interesting 50 points indomitable like that's not bad he's got flurry traded and then when an opposing character makes a target spot with a close attack and misses after resolutions deal that character one damage not penetrating just normal one damage that's still cool so, I like him. The more that I'm reading him, I like him. 
Super rares. The bread and butter. Do, do, do. Bread the, and butter. The, what's gonna be played? <laughs> I always say that you, you could judge a set now, how good a set uh, is by how good their super rares are. Now I'll tell you what. I'll just point this in a side note. Mm -hmm. Sorting this set, the sculpts in this set are fantastic. Oh yeah. Like one of my I can't wait till the end of the year, like we get to do our sculpt thing. Dude, Venom Groot is by far the best sculpt I've seen all year. Really? Fight me. Fight me with that. Because if you look at it closely, the little vine that comes off his little arm has a mouth with teeth. Like his whole like if you look at it really closely, he is so awesome looking. I'm like for a small figure, like we get figures with faces that have distorted eyes and a weird mouth, but I'm like, this is a little, like little guy, and there's so much detail in him. I'm like, this is so cool. <laughs> yeah, I so, agree. Uh, Red, um, Red Goblin's a great sculpt. Yes, Red Goblin's a fantastic sculpt. Um, so how I about, mean, how about this, Sam? Because the super rares are so great. Do we want to just go through each of them and talk about whether we think it's going to be meta or how we like them? Because there, there's not really that many bad ones. If you want. I mean, that's not our style. But... <laughs> I've got a child who's on the brink of wanting... All right, all right, all right, fine. I know. Oh, I would we'll love to. Our I listeners. Mean... <laughs> so, real quick. Um, Noel is good. Uh, Noel is good for fun play. I don't think you'll see him meta. Now, you'll see his equipment in meta play, but I don't think you'll see Noel. Really? You don't um, think you'll see a uh, big boy Noel out there? Um, I don't think so. He's got that plasticity. You really hard to break away from him. Shape change succeeds on a four through six. You can't outwit him, so you can't take away that shape change. He could be, I know he could be, um, whatchamacallit, uh, widowed, if you will. But he heals a lot. It's not, he's not the same, it's not the same as like Dark Side. Like, he doesn't have the same oomph as Dark Side to me. I don't know. He might, he might, but. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I guess we just gotta play Dark Side versus Null and see who wins. Does Dark does Dark Side only have one click or does he have two? Like I, I I'm sorry, point value. So yeah, just one. Yeah, uh, just one. Bummer. Um, I like Venom Captain Marvel. I think she's kind of cool. Okay. Uh, you know the hypersonic speed prob. Uh, her quake down dial is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so. Um, I love Venom Groot. Of course um, you do. He's awesome. Like you, just... you've got like two or three of them now. Oh, I think we got two. Like I almost want to get one just to put it in my work because he's so cool looking. He is, but really he's cool also looking. like forty bucks still, right? Maybe. Yeah, yeah, he is. Um, uh, but he's good. Like you throw a spin ring on Valeria and spin ring him. Spin ring somebody in close to her in Venom Groot, and yep. there's two damage. So, um, yeah, those are like the my main ones that I'm just like, wow, 
those are those are cool. I just like seeing the sculpts. I, I do I see any of them playing like top tier meta Venom group probably, but maybe not. Maybe I'm not seeing something. But yeah, so I think um, Absolute Carnage is pretty okay. Probably won't make the meta, but I could be wrong. Oh, there's Doppelganger. I totally forgot about the Prime. <laughs> I don't really like Doppelganger. I don't like either of them, to be honest. I don't know why. I just, it doesn't, they don't have enough tricks, I guess. Um, I mean, Doppelganger is pretty good with Charge Flurry. Once per turn, when he uses Flurry, he can, and hits both attacks. Oh, they gotta hit both attacks. Yeah. That's when I'd roll a three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. Probably. Um, the 54 Spider-Man's real good just because he mm -hmm. he just turns into some he turns into Peter Parker afterwards, I believe, with the garbage can. Um he's really good. Um Venom Strange, I've been de I debated this with Daniel a little bit. Um Venom Strange is something that I'm intrigued to see if he's good enough to make something happen because his whole summon help from the Venomverse is different because everyone is calling help from the Venomverse. So that means you have to have the figure already on the map and then you place them adjacent. But Strange just reads different. Um, mm -hmm. You choose someone on your sideline. He has to hit. So then uh, it basically... Uh, when Venom Doctor Strange hits an opposing character, if no character has been placed this turn, after resolutions, you may roll a die three to six, which is still pretty good odds. Choose a character on your sideline whose name includes Venom of equal or less points to place adjacent. This game, that character can't be carried, replaced, or be replaced, and returns to your sideline at the beginning of your next turn. So it's pretty limiting, but I feel like there might be something there. Like... I don't know if you play him at forty-five points. We did the. I, I looked it up. The only one person you can bring in via that trade is Venom Groot. That's literally it for forty-five points. So if you wanted to make this work, it'd have to be ninety, which that might just be too much. But there might be yeah. something there. I, it, it's definitely intriguing. I, I have got my. I went and traded for one because it's so intriguing, and I I collect mostly intriguing play pieces because. It might be something I want to play. Um, <laughs> quick, before we get to chases, because I know we got to speed this up. Uh, Red Goblin, I really wished was a little bit... Um, it's great. He's super good, um, I think, as a, a um, secret identity. I think he's good at that, too, because of the pumpkin bombs or the symbiote. But he's something that I wish was a little bit better. Um I wish he either had hypersonic or he had like I know you can eventually give him Galactus for the power cosmic, but if no one's read the comics, Red Goblin is insanely powerful. Um, and I won't spoil it for you, but he's just like Spider-Man literally just can't beat him. Um and they show just how powerful he is, and it's just really unfortunate that I don't know if it was fully captured here. Um, I wish it was just a little bit stronger, but that's just a personal preference. All right, so no matter what you say, 
Sam. I want to talk about almost every one of these chases. Is that okay? Okay. Okay. We can start um, with the ones so, you want to talk about, though. Uh, well, I love Gwen of Arc. Okay. Um, I think she's one of the cheapest ones so far. No, Miles know, might be. but So here's my thing. And it just goes back to Fantastic Four set. Like, dude, uh, Mr. Fantastic, the Reed Richards, mm-hmm. uh, Chase went, like, super low, really fast. And I'm like, why? And then I was like, you kind of need him for the Fantastic Four, too, because he's, he's awesome. Mm-hmm. He's actually really good. And I'm like, why is that Chase so low? He's really good. So, again, I feel like, okay, Gwen of Arc is a piece that I could see played with, like you said before, Punisher War Machine. Um, she's got the soldier keyword. And, like, she's just good all the way around. Like, leadership, when she succeeds, when a friendly character hits this turn, it removes an action token from them. So, essentially, like, you could just be, you know, hitting leadership, taking something off Punisher War Machine, because he's going to attack almost every turn. Mm-hmm. And and then when she dies by an opponent's attack after resolutions heal all other friendly characters equal to the damage she was dealt. So like they have to deal with her, but then when they deal with her, then she's. I mean, she's also a pretty good attacker. Nine charge, eleven attack, blades, eighteen imperv. Yeah. Like, I think she's awesome. So I'll be curious to see if she's played. I think... um, the other, no, only ahead. other one, other one that I, you know, like read up on and are is you know know anything about really is of course the Spider Man seventeen seventy six, and that's just because that just eliminates that takes down an action from your opponent. Mm-hmm. It takes action total minus one. So that's going to hurt a lot of meta teams. Yep. But 100%. He's um, got two stop clicks. So I think a lot of the teams now, if you're going to play in Worlds, you have to think about, okay, if I'm going to play my Hulk build, how do I how do I deal with my turns with just two actions? Yep. Two actions. Yep. So... I mean, that's something you have to think about. So those are the two that I think will be seen the most. Okay. I, I, so I love almost every single one of these chases. Mostly because I love team building and I love the uniqueness that these figures give to the meta in general. Um, Gwen of Arc is cool with the armor keyword. There's not a lot of good armor pieces, but like you said, Punisher War Machine is probably the best one. Um, Leonardo de Venom for 60 points is a little pricey. He has a top dial, but you probably won't play any of these pieces at top dial that have multiple dials. It's very unlikely. These are mostly on your team for the for the theme team part. Uh, But Leonardo Venom does some really, really cool things. He's good for scientists, which I've said for a while now is a top five keyword. 
and it's just gotten better because now they're all Spider-Man family keywords. He has the outwit perplex, and then when an opposing character uses outwit or perplex, the maximum range is four, which that's an insanely powerful global effect. Now I you have to get really far up into me to outwit me. Like Widow can't just hide back and use her Avengers initiative to outwit me from six or seven, whatever her range is. Like now she has to be within five. Um or four. Sorry, she has to be within four. So and it's just powerful. She could he could sit in the back and have that ability to deal with it. Miles Miles West, um, Unfor unfortunately is probably the worst chase i think he doesn't really bring enough to the table with his webbed gun token and the police keyword while cool has really fallen on hard times because we don't get a lot of dc sets and dc is really the, the brand that embraces police if you will um it feels like everyone's a police keyword dc um, Spider Spider Hammer Eye is really good with the martial artist keyword because of Batman and a few other pieces. So he's one you probably want to keep an eye on. Obviously, like you said, seventy seventy six is good. Pharaoh's super good because Ruler is a super good keyword, and she brings so much for just sixty points. Empower enhancement, leadership, prom, and a taxi. That's all you could want in a taxi is to have those abilities literally right there, like. She is the perfect taxi. Um, and she can yeah. be a taxi for a lot of teams. <laughs> no, Theo, I'm telling you, she could be a taxi for a lot of teams. I promise. Um, just because she's Spider-Man family and you could build a lot of teams in this family. Uh, Spider-Viking, Pirate and Warrior are okay. And that's probably where I'll leave that one. Um... My favorite, though, outside of 77 Pharaoh and Venom, my number one favorite, though, is probably Steve Penny. Um, mostly because I love robots, and robots now get the Spider-Man family keyword. So, And she has a really unique perplex that you could double perplex up everything but damage, I believe. So, uh, no, you don't. it's not double perplex. You roll a D6 and you get half of the result. So it's either normal perplex or it's... I guess just double perplex. It's not... Oh, or three. Duh. I'm thinking of one through three. Yeah. So you could plus three defense, plus three movement, plus three attack. Just not damage, thankfully. So I, I really love all of these chases. I'm probably going to get a decent amount of them and wait on some of the other ones to drop in price. Um, is there yeah. anything else you want to talk about set reviews before we head up to... I just have to say the Waldo arms are awesome. Yes. I can't wait to see what they're played on. Um oh. I wanna play them with Dark Side. <laughs> really? Yeah. Like just be like, okay, at the beginning of my turn, I just roll a D six and then like I just that just tells me like what I'm gonna be doing. You know? Like I don't know. I mean I'm talking like later down the game when people come to me you know but i don't know i just i think it's i think they're awesome i like it too i mean i really like waldo arms it's interesting to find the right figure that can use it like yeah. the problem here's is my thing like i would roll like a three or four every time <laughs> but there's a lot of like i don't want a one or two okay, or five though. or six 
Yeah, I mean, the incapacity of free is awesome. Like, but like, I want to roll like one or two or five or six, you know. Yeah. But that's I'd prefer I'd prefer to roll a one or two with dark side every turn. So, and with roll twenty dice, I'm pretty good doing that. So, we'll be good there. All right, let's get to click three or buy, sell, hold section. Click three, buy, sell, hold. All right, welcome to buy, sell, hold. We haven't done one in a while, and the economy is a little weird. So um, it's interesting to think about our buy, sell, hold section today. Um, one thing before we kind of get into our buys, uh, I want to preface this. One thing that's been on my mind recently is what COVID is going to do for figures down the road, especially when rotation happens next year. Now, I know rotation happened two months ago, but now is when you start speculating what figures do I want to get rid of? What figures do I want to trade for Carnage or trade for House of X? What figures do I put up? Do I put up Kobik now because she's not seeing a ton of play? Do I put up some of the other figures that we know are rotating because I know that they might not see play? And the biggest question mark is maybe not because there is a decent chance, and this isn't any insider information, it's just my own hypothesis, which I've been right. Let me say that for I think the past two years, I've been pretty close to write about how um, rotation's gonna be. I don't know if rotation is really gonna happen this year. I don't know if the online nationals was enough. To say, yeah, you were able to play those figures in a tournament, it might be. But if that's the case, we might get figures for another year of play. I kind of hope we get some sort because, like, it, it's like, um, it's like Vulture. Like, Vulture's good and he keeps getting better because we keep getting these sets that have just a little bit better stuff to add to them. And then at one point, he's just going to be, like, too good. Like, you know, yeah. if you keep giving him sets with better stuff that, you know, gives him more mobility or better stats or just a better filler, like, something's got to give. Like, yeah. I'm not sure we need a full rotation, but I think we need something to kind of help balance some of the... Like, like I said, Vulture was a threat last yeah. year. You know, he was always on your mind. But now that we've got Weingard and you've got that Phoenix and you got all this other stuff that, like, you can put behind him, like, it's only going to get worse. Like, the more sets we get coming out, like House of X is probably going to have something great. Here we are getting a Galactus that's going to make him even better. So... Yeah. I'm hoping we have something. Well, I mean, there's always what Faust and whatnot. They can always early retire or uh, watch list different figures to maybe. Does the bring watch it back list even them? exist? Because I think <laughs> it's like one of those like mythical, you know, lists out there that like <laughs> whiz kids holds, and they're like, we'll never show anybody. We'll just make them talk about it for months. Well, I feel like WizKids comes up with watch lists, but they wait to see how things happen in the meta. 
and we just haven't had anything to show anything except just recently with nationals uh because yeah. i mean when valeria came everyone was talking about how broken she is um how you could knock back someone four squares within her and take four damage and then you saw national she was on a lot of teams now they didn't use it for that mechanic but they used a spin ring with her to just deal one penetrating um mm -hmm. it, it's definitely you know it's something like hey everyone's waiting for the shoe to drop with valeria if something yeah. happens with valeria that means something probably will happen to venom group because she's just the same thing with valeria just so just, you could play more of them so it, it's something that could happen i mean everyone's waiting for it to happen but we've been waiting for them to fix tri sentinels forever yeah so yeah. who knows but if you want to play the speculation game if you want to play the speculation game so let's talk about some buys then uh if you're thinking in the mindset of nationals just happened worlds is coming up carnage just dropped what are you buying right now sam um, do you want me to go first well i think what you're doing is i think you're buying some of the chases from Fantastic Four that okay. are, if you don't have Valeria, buy a Valeria. Um, God Doom is awesome. I wish he would be better. I wish he would. I wish he would have done better in Nats. You know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think, like you say, like buy all the troublemakers and trouble lords, but you should have those already. Yep. But, it's too, too late for those. I think you Ah well. I think you're buying some of the um, second tier pieces that could break out after a rotation happens. Like I think God Doom has potential. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, can I don't think it. it's going to happen in the next month. But if I don't have a God Doom, I'm looking for a God Doom. <laughs> so. Yeah. Uh, Do you have any other buys? What you're trying to buy right now? If you. Like I said, I would just be buying some of the chases from Fantastic Four. Um, okay. Of course, some of the chases from Spider Man. I mean, right now, of course, it's the new hotness. Everybody wants it. Everybody needs it. And it's like, you don't really need it, but okay, it's cool. I mean, if you, I mean, like, you gotta love Spider-Man and want to get it right now, because obviously you don't have to have him possession to play, but... Just, just in Worlds, let's be fair. That's only in this world. Just in, just in Worlds, but... I mean... But I... You you have the pro you have the concern about scarcity after things have settled, I guess is my concern. Because yeah. you have the flurry where everyone's buying sealed product, opening it up, getting their stuff, and immediately trading it away. And if you don't go out there and get it, and four months from now when maybe play returns to normal and we see a lot more stores, more states tournaments, more other tournaments going on, WKOs maybe I don't know. And you're sitting there like, oh, I really need to get that uh, bad hammer eye. Well, there's scarcity out there. There's maybe not as many sealed left. Maybe not nobody's pushing them because he became popular. So yeah. I mean, there there is what you're saying is true. I agree. Like the whole ownership thing is 
a little discouraging when it comes to buying stuff. But yeah, I think I think also I think every every meta player that's going to play competitively should have a Jason Weingard in their back pocket. Okay, he's okay. so versatile for any team. So playing with Spider Pharaoh. I'm just saying, like, I think he's he's that piece that you're just like, what do I do? What do I do? And it's like, Jason Weingard. Because he just, he's so good. Yeah. I like him a lot. I almost played him in Nats. And I wish I would have. But <laughs> I didn't. So if I were to talk a little bit about what I would buy, um, I would still buy Carnage. For sure it's new but the prices have been pretty fair this is probably the first set in a while where there hasn't been a lot of overinflated pricing and it might be because of what you were talking about um my thing is too is i was like after the first day it was like stuff was going down to like 15 dollars. i'm like what the heck <laughs> oh yeah i got i scored a superior spider-man and null from the oxid thing that uh, Lucky Dice does after a set releases. I scored it for $15. Now that was also an auction and you know, it was the end of the auction and the people who wanted those figures were gone. But it's I don't know if it's just the economy is still a little bit down. Um, but it's definitely something that uh, I think I, I think you should just go ahead and buy some because the prices are fair. Fantastic Four, I know, was different yeah. because everyone was waiting for Fantastic Four to come back. And we finally got Fantastic Four! Ah, buy it all! And that's yeah. basically what happened there. And then Justice League had all the team-up cards. So it's just... I don't know. It's, a, it's just a little bit different. Yeah. It's just going to take a special person to want to buy like, a ton of Spider-Man. So... <sighs> All right, so let's talk a little bit about some um, cells. What are you what what you selling? Um, so I think what you're selling is if you have like extra trouble alerts. Um, like I said, you're like you're not really buying them. You shouldn't be buying them because you should have them. But there's people that's still looking for them because right. you know. Um, so if you have Brainiac sitting around, because Brainiac is an awesome like filler. For cosmic, so I like how his price were going down. So he's not one hundred and fifty dollars anymore. But um, if I had an extra goddamn, I'd sell him. Yeah, <laughs> I think he's just—I think he's that piece now. Mark my word, next year and he hasn't made an impact. Then by golly, I'm just wrong all the time. But I just. <laughs> Like I talked to Jason, I'm like, Jason, your team is awesome. Like, I I see it. I see the potential with Goddamn. I just don't know. He just hasn't he's gotta find his right place in the meta. Yeah. And that's not right now. Like you something's gotta give. Something else is gonna come out to balance some other things. Widow needs to be nerfed. That's the biggest thing. Well, he can just one turn widow. I, oh, I understand that, but she could also one turn him. It's kind of a back and forth. That's forward. true. 
Like yeah, she could just shut him. She could just shut him down, like she can a lot of these tent poles. So if something happens yeah. to her, then you have the dark sides, the the god dooms, the the nulls, all of those figures that would be pretty good as a tent pole will finally be able to come back. Yeah. Um. um I think you also are selling some like older pieces. Um, that made me not so meta, but like there's collectors out there that are still looking for some of the older cheeks from like e uh, Earth X and stuff like that that are coming out of the woodwork. And I'm like, I'm looking for Earth X, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, if you, if you don't want to sit on it, now it's the time to probably sell. <laughs> so. Now, I will say Earth X is a little unusual in this instance um, for two reasons. One, you have the concern about rotation and whether it does rotate or not but two the spider-man set completely revitalizes those figures that just never saw play because they're all venom chases in earth x so you have the strange that could bring them in you have the other p like venom spider-man is a solid piece to just play in general so that way you have captain marvel that can whoop them over there to charge flurry or whatever he blades claws and he can target another posing character like you have all of those things in there um i'll say for me selling purposes uh so we can kind of wrap this up um i'm looking to uh maybe sell on some of the broken pieces if i'm not going to play them if that makes sense like if like a nationals championship just happened right and in your head you go through the and you say okay jason weingard i'm never gonna play him i'll sell him i know we had him on a buy list but you could say okay i'm never gonna play he's not my place to um sell him because his price is high valeria she was on everybody's team valeria von doom or a lot of people's team not gonna play her but i pulled her all right sell her like if you See the pieces on the team that you're just not going to play and you just don't feel like it's in your wheelhouse, then go ahead and sell now while the price is high because price could come down at some point, just like the Carnage ones are, which is crazy. Um, yeah. So for holds real quick, um, I don't really have too many holds. You're going to hold on your trouble alerts. You're going to maybe hold on some of these older sets just in case. You're going to hold Unless, on to team-up cards. Yeah, that's true. Regenesis. Hold on your Regenesis pieces because of House of X. Because yep. now they probably won't have the, the the keywords. They won't have the Gene Grey School for Higher Learning or Utopia. Because those I don't think existed in House of X. So don't have your expectations high. But you're yeah. going to have the X-Men team. They have their own team-up cards. And maybe... A rogue needs a gambit. I think we already saw that. Rogue and a gambit team up card. Well, the Regenesis Gambit might be way better than the one in House of So definitely hold on to your those. Hold on to the the Ellie prizes, the Magneto Ellie, the 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 Caveman Wolverine and Cyclops. Those may be useful when House of X drops in December. So. And if you're somebody listening and you're like, I don't have a lot of Regenesis, hit me up because I have a ton of it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not very expensive, but hey, who knows? Maybe no. House of X drops. House of X drops, and it's just insane how good it is. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. never know. Maybe. So, 
I mean, it's good to be back. It's good to be talking clicks again. Um, again, I, I had a lot of fun at Nats. I switched my roll 20 dice for a little better, but it is what it is. Yeah, absolutely. All right, let's go into, real quick, let's finish it up. Let's go into click four for final thoughts. Click four, final thoughts. All right, Sam, it's our final thoughts. Been a pretty decently long episode. What are your final thoughts for this? God, Doom's going to be good. I'm going to make it good. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. Somehow. I'm going to try. With Gwen of Arc, right? No, those don't go together. You could technically with uh, Leonard Venom, then Guinevere. Yeah. So. So you could try that. Your final thoughts, Alex. Uh, my final thought. Um. I hope everybody enjoys the Carnage set. I hope everybody uh, gets ready for some worlds coming up. Definitely don't miss out on this opportunity. And I really thank you guys for listening to this episode of Sun and Death. It feels good to be back. I don't know when we'll be back again, but hopefully a lot sooner than the four months that yeah. went by. So, Yeah, definitely. So. All right, guys. It was nice to talk to you guys. Yeah, see you guys. Bye. Right, see you. Bye.